0: Welcome to yet another edition of Game Wild. How are you doing today, Doza? Oh, you're already showing good. the food.
1: Look Pretty, pretty good. good. I right. always bring this up. Spoiler alert. You can barely Poiler read alert. This, all right. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, I can read it. I'm doing good. I had a cast this past weekend. Um, Although, I mean, only YouTube people will be spoiled, so we're going to keep the podcast people in yeah. suspense. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's been a good weekend. Busy uh, doing the casting as per usual. I know you, you mentioned you had a busy weekend as well, so um uh, but i am very excited for today's episode because holy wow some news roughhouse. we're gonna eat candy i well yeah there's that i am I, i'm always excited for game meets, regardless of whether or not it's candy or whatever yeah. but yeah. um man is there some crazy news happening right now in the gaming you world. know there is
0: and so let's get right into it with the question of the week the question of the week is what was your favorite handheld system of all time this is a tough one um
1: is it for, for me, you?
0: yeah, 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 you know, because I was like, I was super into the game gear,
1: but wow, I did like, you
0: just throw game gear out there? All right, yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm, okay, yeah, I loved, all right, yeah, no, I was wrong. Of what are you,
1: 87? I mean, How old are you?
0: <laughs> wow, screw you, bro. It's like, he's like, I was waiting for you to say like Nintendo DS Plus or some bullshit, and the guy comes out with. <laughs> Freaking game gear. Next thing he's gonna say is he was also talking about his Genesis adapter with the 32X. <laughs> he said he
1: said Sega CD, eyes.
0: anyone? Sega CD, anyone? Grip. Corpse Killer? Anyone <sighs> love Corpse, Corpse Killer? Corpse Killer was great. It was a full motion video like shooter game, and like I loved every second of that. Mm-hmm. That Night Trap, all of those FMV games. Freaking Sewer Shark came with the Sega CD. I'm off on a tangent, but yeah, I really enjoyed the Game Gear. So like, actually, old school. If we're talking like old school, like obviously the Switch is awesome, and um, you know, of course DS's were cool and and everything like that. I don't know. I think maybe because Game Gear was such ahead of its time. I feel like it's like nostalgia ahead of its time types situation maybe
1: i just throw i threw it up on screen real quick too so everybody could see what it looks like so if you are checking out the video um, just, uh, that is no the one Sega's knows what game gear, game gear X is uh, <laughs> yeah. i mean you know to our listeners that are like sub 24 years old i i have a feeling they might not have any idea what game gear is or that it even existed or that sega well had i mean so
0: for, for the sake of argument you're not you're you like did you know what a game gear was or were you yeah. like oh my no God, no i, okay. I knew what it was right. yeah
1: yeah no i knew what it, it was i know
0: you're younger too yeah but like so i i started younger.
1: playing with with regular nintendo though right so like that generation so sega came out actually sega came out when i was really into like playstation like tony hawk pro skater playstation right so um yeah, no, I know what it is, but that's all right. So yeah. interesting choice, though. Well, that was Dreamcast choice.
0: back then. You're talking about Dreamcast. Well,
1: yeah, that was that was the era of Dreamcast for Sega. I'm just saying I started yeah. with regular Nintendo. And actually, okay. was did Game Gear come out after NES? It yeah. came out like '96 or '7.
0: Yeah, Game Gear is definitely not. Game Gear came out after Game Boys, I believe, because it was the first. I Game think Boy it, Color? It, or Game Boy regular, yeah, Game Boy regular. No, Game Boy regular. <laughs> I think it was one of the first like mobile gaming systems mm-hmm. that had color um if i'm not mistaken there's always a possibility there might was be, some right. weird atari mm-hmm. there might have been some weird atari thing that came out um 1990 in japan
1: oh my god that's way earlier than i thought holy crap yeah
0: 1990 in japan so I was born. and uh 91 Okay. April of 91 in New,
1: uh, North America, Europe. Yeah, so, so right when I started playing video games in, like, 1993 or 1994, yeah. when I was freaking three or four years old, it was Game Gear probably started <laughs> on the decline, actually. $150. I I bucks.
0: 150 ahead.
1: bucks for the system for that
0: right there. And it had a uh, antenna. TV tuner that you would plug into
1: it to watch TV. Wow, that's this is like this had its this was like ahead of its time. I remember going to football games as a kid, or I'd go to my mom's football games because she was a cheerleading coach. So me and my dad would be on the sideline watching, and my dad would bring one of those old school televisions that you could bring the mini, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and you could get like Channel Twelve and Channel Six, which is all that mattered for football back then. And, mm-hmm. uh, wow, that's a, that's a throwback too. those, those portable TVs. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I, so, um... so
0: there you go. It got discontinued, believe it or not, in <laughs> North America in like 2000, apparently.
1: Believe it or not. So it wasn't
0: circular. Well, I mean, that's a long time. That that's is. a 10 year yeah. run on a handheld, especially one that took six AA batteries and gave you three to five hours of life. <laughs> well before. Well, before any
1: rechargeable batteries or anything like that, you know something's old. When 160 they take that by man.
0: 144 pixel resolution.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised he even had pixel resolution back then.
0: Eight kilobytes of RAM, and 15 <laughs> kilobytes of video RAM. Let's go! And it yes. ran on a, a Zilog Z80 running at 3.5 megahertz. Jeez.
1: <laughs> so, wow. my, uh, my choice here is at first i Nintendo wanted to DS. say no i first I wanted to say psp actually um no i to
0: you know i went real nostalgic though mm-hmm. like psp was definitely there for me as well no
1: doubt psp yeah it was um psp i i liked it because i thought it was going to send the handheld uh system into the future um yeah because it had a lot sure. of like online connectivity and you can mm-hmm. you could do like browse the web on and stuff like that but mm-hmm. um but for probably nostalgia reasons, are you gonna go Game Boy, aren't you? Game Boy Color, or yes. Game Boy in general, yeah. specifically play Game Boy play Color, Pokemon. though. on, because Can of Pokemon, Pokemon Gold Pokemon. and Silver, yes. yes so <laughs> Dude, come on! I I remember like it was yesterday, maybe like 1997 or 1998. We moved into our new house with my parents, Ooh. and under the tree in the living room next to the fireplace i opened up a game boy color and pokemon gold and i did not stop playing that freaking game my entire christmas vacation i beat the game within the two weeks i had off from school during that christmas vacation it's probably one of my best Christmas. game
0: boy color had. november 18th 1998 in america
1: Yep, yeah so i got and, it i got it the, the year it came out for christmas you got it for christmas nice.
0: yeah only 70 bucks not too and, bad just and again, continued in March 20 uh 2003
1: again 160 by 144 for pixels there and which is funny because that's actually later that was released much later than the Game Gear and the Game Gear so the Game Gear was ahead of its time it seems like so
0: no 100% and, and you know the sad part about it is Sega was always ahead of its time it just wasn't the right time uh you could look yeah. at the Game Gear you could look at Dreamcast CD. as being Sega like mm-hmm. CD you could look at those as being things that should have been way more successful than they were
1: mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah you know cpu i
0: believe they were one of the first ones that actually dreamcast had like a connection built in for internet you didn't have to buy anything separate Ooh, this like had you a, did have to
1: this had a rock solid 32 kilobytes of ram
0: 16 yeah, kilobytes
1: boy. of video ram look at that Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Best-selling <laughs> game: Pokemon Gold and Silver. Of course, yeah. uh, approximately twenty-three million units. Um, actually, you know what? I want to see if it shows what it does not, unfortunately, show what the best-selling game
1: was for Game Gear. <laughs> game Gear. <laughs> right. Wikipedia although, is like, wait, there were games for Game although, Gear. Although
0: I forgot this. Actually, it had a predecessor. Game Gear had a predecessor known as Sega Nomad, came out in October of nineteen ninety five and was discontinued in nineteen
1: ninety nine. that so actually got Sega discontinued before the two. Game Gear. <laughs> <It's>,
0: wow. <laughs> Sega had so Sega had, had a, a little run. run there.
1: I would love if run. Sega was, was involved. Three... I, I would I would love if Sega was involved in the current like uh, console wars. Like that would be really cool if they were still. But it's
0: weird because it... it says predecessor was. Uh, the Game Gear and the Mega Jet. Um Actually, no, because it was well, it was discontinued in North America in 2000, but it was discontinued world. It's weird. It says worldwide April 30th, 1997. But then it says North America 2000 by Majesco Entertainment. So I don't know what that means exactly. But um, well, but it says WW, which I assume is worldwide yeah, worldwide. So it told me right there. Thank you, Internet. I would like to
1: eat these luscious oh my candies. goodness see you right there, see you right there. yeah yeah candies. that was
0: not a good segue but it works so, <laughs> no i'm not as good at the segues as
1: you are so Rob let's house. talk
0: about this so guys these come these, now um i believe these are still all from taiwan correct? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So this mm-hmm. is still taiwanese flavors yeah. um so this is lush chocolate it only takes one bite to flood your mouth with flavor these luscious taffy-like candies oh, wow. are quite literally bursting with a chocolate tea drizzle. So if, you, if that doesn't get you up for the day, I here's don't
1: know what the, does. Here's, the, <laughs> here's the package. Upside so like down. Lush on it. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Here's the package. Yep. Lush. Package, guys. And this is what's in it. I was not expecting this to be in it what uh, uh chocolate yeah i don't know why i was expecting more of like a hard candy oval type deal inside just because of the packaging i think because generally you don't see this sort of thing in this tiny of a package like this like laffy taffy as an example is much mm. much bigger as the smallest possible one you can buy yeah. um so it almost reminds
0: me, you know what it reminds me of even though i know there's stuff inside of it it reminds me of kind of like a um Tootsie roll almost. Yeah. In, in, in looks. In looks. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. necessarily in anything else. A smaller tootsie roll. Yep. Exactly. Because it's filled in the center with chocolate. You ready?
1: All right. I'm ready. Cheers, baby. Oh, you, do- you double fist. Oh, I'm double fisting this. Oh, I'm double fisting okay. this. <laughs> you ready?
0: All right. Three, two, one, go. Mmm.
1: Well. Yeah. yeah. Literally squirts out. When when you chew into it. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a Tootsie Roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a Tootsie roll with chocolate filling, Like this. Like which? I which is not for nothing. It's like a better Tootsie Roll. Mm-hmm. You can't, can't. you can't really screw up a Tootsie Roll. It's the same same exact taste. Mm-hmm. But that nice little like burst of chocolate I got mm-hmm. in the beginning, it was nice. <laughs> I liked it. agree. i'm giving a nine i'm just gonna i'm I'm just gonna right out give it a nine just straight out right out of the gate
0: i'm gonna give it nate and i'll tell you what the packaging Mm -hmm. i currently am struggling a little bit getting it open and remember there's a bunch of facets we take into account with this it's not just about flavor and taste if you're playing a game and you want to grab one of these, you're going to have to pre-game. You're gonna to have to Okay? And what I mean by pre-game is you're going to have to open up these and put them, like, in a bowl yeah. to have them like this if you want to eat them. Because mm-hmm. if you want these and you're opening them piece by piece, it's not <clears throat> going to work.
1: It's, like, the same problem with Tootsie Rolls, to be honest with you. Like, if you throw Tootsie Rolls in a, in a thing. But, actually, <clears throat> actually, now that you mention it, so Tootsie Rolls kind of have the advantage in that case because – Tootsie Rolls, you just grab both sides, you pull, and it untwists, right? Right. Easy peasy. This is one of those, like, you got to tear it open, you got to get it out of the package, all that good crap. So, now, interestingly enough, too, they came in a larger bag. So, again, if you're watching we it. We split them, yeah. Yeah, it's like, we, we split. So, there was, like, 10 in a bag or whatever, and but they're all individually packaged inside the bag, which kind of seems a little redundant. I don't know why you don't just toss them into the bag. Uh, maybe it's to preserve the flavor. I'm not COVID. sure. Covid. Let's go with COVID. Everything's COVID's fault, right? That's fine. <laughs> Let's play it on COVID. Um So yeah. We got a Taiwan Tootsie roll, essentially. And uh I like it though. So you're not me gonna too. what's your what's your actual rating?
0: I gave it an eight.
1: An eight? Oh, okay. You give it an eight. Okay. Because okay.
0: I gave it an eight um because I'm gonna ding it
1: on um packaging. Yeah, honestly, I wasn't even thinking of the packaging. I mean for me though. I mean that that probably would st- i'd still put it at a nine just because i mean who doesn't like tootsie rolls? no i mean
0: listen if you're you, there's some preparatory work you could you could take a bowl <laughs> open them up before you play have them in a bowl ready to go you know the problem
1: though go, to, go downtown and this is really just a problem with like taffy in general especially when mm-hmm. you're playing a game if you're on comms this is you're mm-hmm. you're that guy. If if you are playing on comms, eating taffy or something yeah, like but this, you're muting yourself. You're, no, you're not, no, you're not. No, no, you're player. not. You, you know, there's player. always that guy in chat, and you're you're the guy going, like like you don't. Nobody wants nobody wants that guy like, on their bro, team, bro. <laughs> please, like come on, please, man, bro. dude. I, I can't it. hear. I can't hear what you want me to do, man. What'd you say? Uh, headshot. We're to,
0: guys, we're trying to we're trying to figure out who killed someone in Among Us. We need to talk. Stop, stop
1: chewing. Stop Are chewing. You Are you the
0: imposter? You the imposter?
1: Yeah, let's let's kick let's kick the uh the chewing guy off the ship just so we don't have to hear him anymore. <laughs> That's right. All
0: right. Well, well, speaking of trying to kick people off, uh, we're talking about the next piece of our news which is actually unifying gaming it sounds like. So, you found an article here about uh unified front for gaming so why don't we talk a little bit more about that
1: yeah and i i again you'll probably like this because it's it's got xbox as kind of the pro unified gaming uh well,
0: you know, stop company talking here. like i don't care
1: <laughs> about anything but xbox
0: of course i care about everything else Although, I will say, it does say PS5
1: better than Xbox a lot in this article, so... Xbox (laughs) respond...
0: Well, the article states, Xbox responds to people who say PS5 is better. Console walls have fans taking the side of Xbox Series X or PS5 quite often, but Microsoft has the perfect answer for those who
1: demand a choice. So their tweet essentially i mean everybody knows anybody listening to this podcast knows everybody's like nah this system's better nah pc master race nah this nah that right 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 right. xbox responded in a tweet it was just a general tweet it wasn't necessarily in response to one single tweet but they basically said to the people in our replies saying that quote-unquote ps5 is better the best console is the one you enjoy playing have fun and that's such a feel good like you you can't now, for I will say that's also a very PR approach to responding to that because that's like the perfect answer. You can't. There's mm-hmm. no bad angle to go at mm-hmm. for that answer because it's true. Um, it, the best anything in life is what you enjoy doing, whether it be gaming, food, activities, living, anything. So, yes, living. living, living, yeah. So like, um, you know that that one's kind of important. Last time I heard, so um, yeah, no. and and I just for figured. Real. I figured I'd bring this up and I, I liked this article opening with this first because of what we're going to talk about next, which is. Oh boy. The Valve Steam Deck. All yeah, right. buddy.
0: So, this is obviously why the question of the week was up because if you guys haven't heard, Valve Steam Deck is going to be the new gaming handheld system and it might be the one. To trump all handheld gaming systems. So, I have been so busy this weekend, I haven't had a chance to really look through all this stuff. I've been kind of running through it, so I'm going to actually defer to you on this one, Doza, until I can get a little bit more into it. So why don't you, while I'm reading some more about it, why don't you tell our listeners exactly what the cool news is about this Valve stream deck?
1: Yeah, I was actually kind of surprised when I mentioned it to you that you didn't already know about it. Usually usually you're the one to send me the text of like, yo, look at this sick article that I yeah, found. Yeah,
0: like I said, um, been been a bit distracted uh, the last couple of weeks into uh, yesterday with some work stuff. So, and some personal stuff over the weekend. But, hey, that's why we have this no. podcast and we, pre- we present it to you here. And I will never, ever tell anyone that I am the knower of everything and that <laughs> I will be able to catch every news article out there.
1: Unless it's about, um, it, about Xbox.
0: But <laughs> uh, so it, it's, it's definitely, um, but this is exciting news. So uh, it's cool. Everything that I'm reading here so far, looks like it's, it's uh, set up for success. I'm oh sure God, there'll yeah. be some mm-hmm. issues here and there Um because I'm still looking to see, and I'm sure It'll be in one of those articles you posted, the the specs. So.
1: Yeah, 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 I get the specs. So, essentially, and I don't... I, do you remember, actually, before I get into it, Rough House, do you remember when they initially announced that Steam was, like, maybe possibly doing something? I don't know if we actually spoke was, about it before. Yeah, I think that
0: was, or, was years a while ago, ago. Mm-hmm. It was a long time ago. And mm-hmm. they, they talked about some things where they were mixing with NVIDIA. There were a yep. bunch yes. of, like, mm-hmm. kind of, like, group things going on that it wasn't going to be necessarily a um, Steam-specific one, but it was going to be kind of like something that Steam was going to be a part of it, where this Mm -hmm. is like totally straight up, hey, this is called the Steam Deck. It's made to have Steam on it and for you to be able to play your Steam games. And um, I'm looking through it here, and the hardware, I do see all of it now, but I'm still looking to see if there's a couple other things that they may talk about that i don't see as so
1: yeah all right so let me i'll I'll just i'll hop into it so essentially the steam deck uh and i'm gonna actually i'm gonna move this towards the middle here so you guys can see as well on uh on the video but so this is what it looks like and imagine for a second that you have steam at your fingertips in a nintendo switch right you you have a Nintendo Switch in your hand. It's a little bit, little bit thicker, a little bit clunkier, um, but it has Steam. It's up and running. It's playing Steam. Uh, it looks exactly like it would on a PC, and that's what the Steam Deck is. But it's a lot more than that, and this is where things get really dicey for Nintendo, I think, because listen, Nintendo. We've always talked about Nintendo kind of has a, a stranglehold on just games in general. Like they're good because their games are just. Hardcore, What a gamer wants. Donkey Kong, Mario, like all that stuff. The nostalgia just works for Nintendo. And the the handheld portion of that though has also worked for them. That's a very large part of their business model. And one of the things that there's always been an issue with with Nintendo and Apple for that matter is uh, being kind of a closed system. Where outsiders don't really, they're not really allowed in very often in those consoles. You can't really do what you want. You can't really do what you want on an iPhone, and iOS, or things like that, unless you jailbreak it and all that fun stuff, which we don't recommend on this channel. But anyways, (laughs) um, so essentially, not only is this Steam on a Nintendo Switch, it is a Linux based OS on a Nintendo Switch, which means what you are able to do is actually get you can get windows on this you can browse the web on this you can yeah, literally don't know do about anything that. on a computer I, I,
0: I don't know about the windows thing so um it's, be, it's 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 based off of a linux desktop so
1: you have to be tech savvy so so let me I let mean, me let I me. Mean, could you could you, you without
0: cause yeah you could yeah no of course you could i i wouldn't recommend it without like Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like it's like when iPhone first doing. came out. Like when they, when yeah, the iPhone first came you, out, I jail broke you
0: don't it. need to. But the 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 thing is you don't need to. No, no, you don't. Like, so
1: so yeah, with that said, even the base Linux operating system is enough to say okay, this has an operating system that functions like Windows. For those of you who aren't familiar with Linux, it's just it's an open source operating system that's essentially just Windows uh with a penguin on it. So so it's it's still I think, incredible that it's basically, okay, here's Switch, but here's an operating system operating on it as well. You can do what you want. And not only that, this is a strong system. So the device has an AMD APU containing a quad-core Zen 2 GPU, sorry, CPU, with eight threads and eight compute units worth of AMD RDNA 2 graphics. And then it also has 16 gigabytes of DDR5 RAM. 16 which is pretty good for a handheld uh there's three different tiers that they're coming out with too for storage like you know most most things do nowadays 64 gigabytes emmc storage which a little bit excuse me a little bit slower access uh for 399 that's kind of the base model then there's the nvme ssd storage uh for 256 gigabytes that's going to be 529 and then the high speed nvme ssd storage uh, for 649 which is actually what i already pre-ordered so the deal with the pre-orders too how much i want this i think this is this is gonna this is gonna be so good um, more than a ps5 obviously because he was able to actually get the well board. no i wanted the ps5 too but i missed the boat you know so i just this just is what it is on that well i
0: may have missed the boat because i will tell you i would consider buying believe it or not i would be con. i would consider buying the lower end model and let me tell you why and i mean the lower end is th- fine yeah i think you'd be surprised though about why okay why because it's going to, no matter what, it's going to support remote play.
1: Yeah, you don't which need to put it on the internal hard drive. You don't yeah.
0: need to put it on the mm-hmm. internal hard drive. And as long as it's the storage difference is the is the, the biggest part. Mm-hmm. I can link this thing up to my network. Mm-hmm. And I can just stream the games that I want to play. Which is kind of what I do now, like mm-hmm. on my iPad and stuff. So to have a mobile that will that I can do that, I'd save the 130 bucks and get the... Mm-hmm. Or even in your case, bucks. What is it, 200, 250 bucks in your mm-hmm. case, and get the lower-end model. And then if I do want storage, I'll just get a, a 512.
1: Yeah, but I want to be better S- than everybody else, roughhouse.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't <laughs>
1: always mean that it's going to...
0: No, but I... I, I mean, get, like, so, honestly... For, for what you're going to do, like, yeah, if you're going to be like, yeah, I'm playing yeah. all these games. And let's face it, the storage piece of it and the speed mm-hmm. will come more into play in, in certain games than others so it really depends on what you're playing too
1: well yeah you know if you're trying to play competitively maybe it actually does make you know quite a big difference but sure, I, does. I, Absolutely. generally i i agree with you right i i agree that if you're the the average consumer buy the lower storage everything's remote uh remotely accessible nowadays anyways or streaming or on the cloud or whatever you want to whatever you want to do to access your game you probably won't need to actually have it on the hard drive um so really good point and that's one of the things that it works with anything that's on your pc you can access like that so um now
0: i mean honestly the bigger storage is good for a couple other reasons for obviously taking it on the go Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um is obviously the number one um, piece of it all, but mm-hmm. like you can also go into the Linux-based system and do things within Linux. So you could actually install the Epic Game Store and other game mo- things if you wanted to. So bingo. bingo, you have that as well as an option based off of its. I am of that, right? so
1: so. Here is where things get interesting. I am curious as to what games will work in that that way you just mentioned so download you know epic games and you download Mm -hmm. fortnite on it okay Mm -hmm. now we have league of legends and you download riot games now that is interesting because wild rift just came out which is a mobile Mm -hmm. version of league of legends it's it's Mm -hmm. made by riot so now you actually have mobile league of legends on this this new system
0: well let me ask you a question since you're such a riot fanboy are, Listen, uh, what?
1: Were what you no, saying it like it's a no, bad thing, right? I did not. No, I'm just saying
0: since you're such a fry van boy, would you venture to say that um those games are available on Linux?
1: I actually couldn't even tell you because I, I don't wow, mess with Linux Way to go, much. fanboy. Yeah, but right. that's at the point. You look oh, right. at it
0: when the game shows you like what it can do. Because yeah. here's the thing. If it's Linux, if it's available for Linux, then yeah, you're 100% right. If the game is not available on Linux, then unfortunately you're out of luck because Riot isn't carrying it through Steam Store. Oh, wow.
1: No, I never, League of Legends has never been ported to Linux.
0: Yep. So therefore, you're wrong. Wow. Unless you jailbreak it or for some reason steam has the ability to to play it for you and then you could you could uh, you could do it off of you could do it through remote play i'm but you seeing, couldn't do it directly you couldn't do it
1: directly so general okay so if you if you download the epic game store i think generally any game that's supported on linux will work uh looking up league of legends right now and this is where we say you know like putting windows on it as an example you might need to be a little bit more tech savvy to do that mm-hmm. i'm seeing here just just from have looking a lot at random things too well yeah a lot less space but i'm looking at this league of legends you know not being on linux and it looks like there's some roundabout ways to get it on linux Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: again you would have to be pretty tech savvy to do that so yeah um now with that said i think for that reason it probably won't even work on this steam deck especially because i don't think that's something riot would allow i think they would specifically not allow that game to be played like that so um i don't know it's just something to think about okay and and i Mm. i do think this is very interesting that they are doing this uh, i think theoretically that means that the sony store would be uh, available on there as well maybe you can access playstation now and game pass on this all about
0: linux all about the, what can be done on linux i don't think so without going like the hacker route in Is some way
1: game Pass on linux i doubt it linux and chromebook users can reap the benefits of playing any game available on xbox Ooh. game pass through their browser so, oh, so
0: there's. I think, I think.
1: I think. All right. Because listen. Of, I don't have definitive answers oh, as to what oh. can and can't be played, but all Mark? I'm saying is, okay, this. Is very, very interesting because Steam, listen, every game, every game ever is like on Steam, right? There's very, the only games that aren't on Steam are the blockbuster titles that people like Sony and Microsoft pay to keep on just their platform. Like Bethesda and, you know, Uncharted and all that shit and God of War and stuff. Most of that
0: stuff you can get on Steam though right now. Yeah, and
1: even then after that, like after a year or two that it's out, it ends up being ported over to Steam. So what I'm getting at is this is a huge leap forward for Steam in not ever really having to release a console like all these other companies have spent so much time and money on. And then they just go, here's a here's a portable device. And now you guys can literally play PC. everything. You can yeah, play whatever PC. the hell. Yeah, exactly. And why this is so much more interesting to me, I think. Mm-hmm. Remember Windows Phone? Mm-hmm. What happened to that? Went down the I drain. Was, they abandoned it. Sucked. It sucked. Yeah, they, nobody huh. used it. So this, in a, in a way... Kind of brings back not necessarily Windows Phone, but it's it, that had Windows that had a Windows operating system. I forget what it was called. Correct. It was a mobile, yeah, no it had Windows like operating. Windows,
0: it had like it was like a mobile Windows 8 yeah. operating
1: system at the time. Yeah, and um, so this is now kind of bringing back Windows being on some sort of multiple device. Now, even if it's not Windows, let's say we don't put Windows on this thing mm-hmm. and it's Linux, I say Windows, I just mean an operating system. So yeah. even just Linux alone, now you get those users that might have been interested in Windows Mobile and stuff like that. And they go, oh mm-hmm. man, a Linux-based device that I can play literally any game on if Game Pass mm-hmm. and, and PlayStation Now work on that. This is pretty game-breaking. And mm-hmm. I think if if you can, out of the box, get Game Pass and PlayStation Now on it, I think there might be some heads budding with these companies to figure out like how they're going to go about this. Because I don't think PlayStation or Microsoft are going to be okay with that because that's a a huge advantage to steam if that's the case
0: well they might not be okay with it but i don't know if there's much they can do unless they want to take away something that gamers want and i don't think they are because quite frankly just like what microsoft said in their press release or their tweet tweet basically twit Twit. (laughs) Uh, twit. their twit their tweet their tweet basically um it's what you enjoy playing right so i don't think they're gonna do anything playstation might i don't know we can't really see we haven't really seen their cards much but um i wouldn't be surprised
1: it's just gonna be interesting man and i think this is a really big deal um for steam uh by the way just a couple other things a seven inch touchscreen does have a built-in mic speakers of course uh two trackpads Mm -hmm. below so it's interesting it has the same setup as literally it has the The A, X, Y, B, I think, uh, for Xbox, it has those buttons. And then the L1, R1, R2, L2, or whatever is all PlayStation-based. And then they have uh, the two thumbsticks. There is a sort of select and start button uh, called view and options. There's a D-pad. And then below both joysticks, which are both um, on the same plane, um, on the the same uh, X-axis, I should say, the trackpads below those are interesting, which kind of – provide more accuracy for you know shooters and stuff like that so um that's going to be pretty cool there's also two other buttons below that so it actually has a couple more buttons than you see on a typical controller um and yeah i mean yeah
0: more because it's for a pc like it's pc gaming so you're going to have more buttons Mm -hmm. than you would normally do although it does say you can plug a keyboard mouse and a monitor to it so basically it is just like having a nintendo switch almost but better well it's better
1: because you don't need the dock it has a usbc port so according right. to them you get the cord and it'll hook up they, they use yep. as an example it'll hook up to a crt <laughs> yeah, <could>. so um
0: <laughs> yeah i mean but speaking of nintendo let's move on to our next piece which is more mobile stuff yeah because obviously you've definitely heard i knew about this this i didn't know, i did know about I did. um oh wow so see look at that 50-50.
1: Yeah, I... I, I has know. has
0: dropped the OLED
1: version of the Switch. Oh, I thought you were going to say TV. the other one. Never mind, I knew that. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> the OLED, well, that's why I was talking about Nintendo Switch, bro. Sorry, um, sorry.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Anyways, guys. Yeah, uh, so the Nintendo Switch Pro is now, like, there's rumors that it was going to be called Nintendo Switch 2, Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch Pro. Well, it's a Nintendo Switch OLED model, mm-hmm. and, um... Yeah, it's a nicer screen, bro.
1: <laughs> All right, thank you. I'm so glad you're on the same page with me. This is useless. This is freaking useless. It's not useless. It's, oh, just, not, it's, useless. it's just
0: not really... It's just like they didn't add enough to make it... Oh, like an OLED screen is not enough for to, to, to expand upon the Switch, I think.
1: It's, it's but
0: they did it with the wii uh what was the last what was the one after the wii the wii u or something um there was another there was another nintendo oh yeah
1: no. after the yeah, yeah the wii u which which yeah. which i mean it was a thing Andre. it was a thing
0: yeah but it really really it was... didn't approve upon the wii did it I mean obviously it must not have because that one didn't seem to get the traction that the other no, one the other one did. And so, you know what's oh,
1: funny it had it had the screen on the controller I think but it was like very yeah. clunky and bulky and it was just not yeah it just never took off like you said so
0: So you know not that this won't well have the same fate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However um you know I I don't know what the production is like but they, if they still have production problems with the original mm-hmm. Switch I can only imagine how many of these they're going to be able to knock out, uh, especially if they're looking to push it out by October eighth. So.
1: Yeah, and you know, and I don't think I don't think they mind though, right? I don't think they care if it I don't goes think the they way do the either. Wii U because it's literally just here. Here's some switches well, with a better screen if you want it. I think take they it. do care if, if not, it goes the way of the Wii U. But well, well, I think yeah, but
0: but I think yeah, I I think this could be the like I I just don't. I don't get
1: it it's too much it's it's like it's it's they're basically trying to do what xbox and playstation did with like the ps4 slim and like the xbox whatever they up the 1s or whatever and and it's like this is not an upgrade at all not compared to what those did because those also had better processors well, and like okay, work better with vr like the ps4 had a, a ps4 pro right so i mean um, there are some upgradable there are
0: some upgraded pieces to it it's just not dramatic obviously the oled screen is obviously the the big deal with it looks like a seven inch screen now it does have a wired LAN port which is a good idea that's interesting um yeah you know obviously a stand for tabletop play they have audio improvements and the storage goes up to 64 gigs it runs on 720p 1080p when docked um so i mean there are some minor improvements from the switch although i don't think that they're game changing to be like Oof, if you have a switch now and you want to replace it mm-hmm. get the oled it, it's it's more like hey if you want to have a second switch and you want to spend some extra money you can get a better version of it and give the other switch to your to your uh, partner or whoever is the house that we both have two switches if you don't already
1: um yeah like my girlfriend know? has the the small it called the switch, Lite, switch yeah. light switch light um So we already have the two switches, yeah, so which basically really worth... the
0: only difference is, is you can't dock it. That's the difference, and, and, you, can't the off, the, the and of... you can't take
1: the controllers off. Obviously, you
0: can't take the controllers off because mm-hmm. it's meant to be a one-player yeah. system. Mm-hmm. But I find that interesting because, you know, the Mario Party game that I have,
1: you, you, have you really pass need it to have.
0: Well, no, you really have to have mobile. You really have to have like the. Oh. the, the joy cons if i feel like
1: so i don't know how that game would play on light but um i don't know they'd probably make you pass the controller they'd probably like
0: no i don't think they would because technically uh I, well i mean i guess it could be online play but like so you can connect up via like like you're uh you're online yeah but mm-hmm. the problem still stands is that there's a lot of motion gaming in that one so i wonder how mm-hmm do that i don't know maybe there's a way to to not do motion but
1: well i don't know speaking That's of motion mid. i'm gonna give my oh, shot of the segue right here yeah yeah, yeah. pokemon go, go, go. go moving around getting all them pokemon see i actually yeah, yeah. It's not Getting bad. healthy getting, getting, <laughs> um, healthy, <yeah. laughs> getting yeah. healthy so all right this is what i was referring to i didn't know about it. i did hear about the oled um the pokemon go fest did you know this was a thing, Rafaels?
0: oh i'm sure that there was some type of thing like i remember when pokemon go was so crazy and like people were just going to like gazebos apparently it still is it's
1: not it's not that big like i know what you're talking about i i there was a week i think when it first came out everyone literally i went to um ocean mist or not ocean mist blue blue jesus i don't even know the name of the bar anymore i don't know i went to a bar it was a bar and (laughs) and this was back this was when i was younger so i went with a bunch of friends to go drinking and stuff like that and every five years ago yeah probably it sounds about right and every single person at the bar was more they were all playing pokemon go like if you looked at every person they were all looking at their phone and they were all they all had pokemon go up and they were all walking around trying to find the pokemon and i'll never forget it it was so crazy everywhere we went we walked down the street people were walking in the yep. street trying to get pokemon so in Pokemon. yeah and so it's not quite that <laughs> but um pokemon go is apparently still going strong i didn't i every time i hear news about pokemon go roughhouse it surprises me and i'm like why do people still play this but i mean i guess if you're really hardcore into it it makes sense it is just a legit pokemon game um mm-hmm. just you walk around and uh apparently there's a pokemon go fest so this cool. past this this past weekend, you guys will hear this on Monday. Um, Saturday and Sunday was from basically 10 a.m. to six PM. So what they do is you have to pay, so this is interesting too because it's a virtual event. So it's usually 1499, it's four ninety nine this year, probably because of you know COVID and all that. You pay four ninety nine, you get access to the event, and I, I basically I imagine anyways doesn't really clarify here, but you know, you just get access to special Pokemon during specific times. And it says uh, uh, trainers will be able to catch over 75 species of Pokemon in those windows over the weekend. And apparently there's different types. There's Thunder, Frost, Lava, and Wind. And then each one of those types has their own time period between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. where you can catch those types. So now on top of that, which I think this is pretty cool. In certain cities, they actually, in main cities, they put up like... I don't know. The thing I'm looking at is like a picture of a Pokemon trainer with a Pokeball and it's, mm-hmm. it's in real life and it's like a stand up mm-hmm. you know, thing. And, um, you can like take pictures with it and stuff like that. So they actually set up areas in these cities that as you're walking around, if you go to those areas, I imagine you probably get stuff in the app too, for hitting that sure. area yeah, yeah, yeah and, right. and taking a picture. But you also, it's kind of like a real interactive type thing at that point, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. um, apparently they made special music for it too from music producer junichi masuda so i don't know it's 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 still kicking along man pokemon go is, is very much still a thing
0: it's going oh no
1: nothing okay Wait, what? Oh, oh, I see what you did there. Sorry, wow, I, I zoned out. I exited out you to look at the next article, it. and I'm like, oh, wow, wait a second. That out. was a good one. That was a good one. Well, apparently not, because <laughs> you just totally lost on it. Oh,
0: oh. sorry. Sorry. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so talking about good ones, though, uh, Sony coming through strong with Netflix, and mm-hmm. they've exclusively signed a deal for movies like Uncharted and Mor- Morbius. Mm-hmm to be on their platform so sony and netflix partnering up to make uh to make movies mm-hmm. maybe not necessarily specifically for netflix but they'll be officially on netflix well yeah and so this now, once they come once they come for release i assume
1: this is actually the story that we talked about because uh, this is april 9th this was released so i think i think it was right around that time that we had discussed this on one of our podcasts and the reason I brought it up again, too, and the reason why we want to talk about it again here is because there's a kind of an update on the, the Sony-Netflix saga and Netflix going after video games. So not only did they sign that deal, right, that you're talking about, Roughhouse House, to, to have specific video game-based shows on Netflix. Um, now, Netflix, they did post a, an ad looking for somebody to head up their video game department. And they hired the former head of EA Mobile. As VP of game development, that's gonna fail. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. EA has not been doing too hot lately. Now, I don't know, I don't know too much about the history of this guy. I guess, uh, his name, I just saw it in here Mike Verdu. If he was the head of EA Mobile back when EA was big, maybe it'll be okay. Um, but EA very much not doing hot in the last 10 years or so in the last eight years or so yeah um they've had a
0: lot of problems but the, the you, we'll, we'll see um is mm-hmm. probably not the best resume no. builder right now but <laughs> I, I, I guess enough for netflix to be like hmm this guy seems like he could be a winner
1: you know what's so. interesting though because this this article referred back to the the one that we had talked about a couple months back and I don't think it said it in the one that we talked about a couple months back. I don't think they said this term. And the term is PlayStation Pictures partnership. Mm-hmm. And PlayStation Pictures, that just stuck out to me, right? Because that tells me that Playstation's very serious about making Turning an entire
0: properties into Yeah. Well, I mean, you have the you have the Last of Us going to HBO. You have mm-hmm. other stuff. But it's interesting because the, the movies that it talks about, um, three of them in particular in this article, uh, only two of... Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry. Only one of them is actually video game direct related. Yeah, uh, Uncharted. The other two are actually Marvel related in some way because yeah. you have Morbius, which is a vampire villain from Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, it's interesting that you would say PlayStation Pictures because only one of those movies that they announced that would be part of is directly the from PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It's directly from PlayStation, which yeah. is Uncharted. Yeah, I agree. So, it, is,
1: it is a little weird.
0: I mean, heck, even their <laughs> even Last of Us is not going to
1: be on it, and Last of Us is going to be exclusive to HBO. So. Oh yeah, that's right. It is going to be exclusive to HBO, which, you know, which is another thing that comes to to my mind anyways. And that is everybody, HBO is a perfect example. Remember HBO used to be on Amazon prime and HBO, like you used to be able to add it to your prime membership and see it within, you know, Amazon prime. Mm -hmm. And I think there's still like some sort of HBO that you can get with Amazon prime. Yeah.
0: HBO max, but HBO or go HBO go. No HBO go. Yeah,
1: HBO max is its own thing now, right? And it's taken most of the good shit that's on the HBO Go and it's on Max. So there's really no reason to even get like it's it's all gonna eventually just be HBO yeah. stuff. And yeah, all the new stuff,
0: like all the movies and stuff,
1: you get it like Space Jam and all that stuff. Well, everybody's doing that, longer. right? Like everybody is is like they're they're making their own platform. They're like, no, we want to keep all our stuff. We don't want Netflix to have it so now netflix mm-hmm. used to be this one-stop shop and then like hulu came up and they're like hey we're cool too so they got mm-hmm. all the shows netflix has all the movies and now disney's like nah f you man I'll, we're gonna go have our own channel and we'll just buy <laughs> we'll just buy
0: the studio if we can yeah
1: like now so i mentioned that because why the hell isn't sony sony pictures just freaking making their own do, do they have a, a a streaming platform like like, why don't they just make their own and then take all their video game content, own it their, themselves, and then charge for it?
0: I, I think that's a big lift in respect to, to what you're doing. Um if you're being honest with yourself and you, you look in the mirror and you say, Justin, how many video game movies have actually been successful? And then you say to yourself, huh, what if a company pigeonholed themselves Spend all this money on infrastructure to stream mm-hmm. specifically video game movies that they may only own. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would be successful because you're probably batting I don't know, twenty percent. At that point, like you'll you'll hit on twenty percent of the movies you make or the T V shows that you make, but the other eighty percent are gonna be hot garbage mm-hmm. and no one's gonna spend five ninety-nine um for a base package and even in some cases upwards to 14.99 which i think is where netflix is for their hd streaming right now so think about that for a second you don't put your infrastructure in that you partner with other places to get some of that content out there and hope you make a few bucks from it but to implement a full you know I- i'll um i'll point to something for you in that that respect not that this has anything to do with video games but if you didn't know there used to be a thing called the wwe network do you remember that of course do you know it's no longer around anymore it got brought into peacock so you have to have peacock to watch wwe stuff now okay. but yep the point being is that they built an infrastructure it was all around wrestling
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i don't know six years maybe it lasted seven years mm-hmm. at best and then they were like you know what this just isn't viable for us anymore let's just well, you're partner saying if partner so were to do it
1: just around video games like that's why it might not work
0: well that's what i'm saying so this was a specific wrestling like this was around wrestling all it yeah, was, was wrestling yeah. content you know and granted mm-hmm. they had free pay-per-view so if you if you had the subscription mm-hmm. you didn't spend sixty dollars on a pay-per-view you had it for your ten dollars or your five dollars or whatever the subscription was pay-per-view. but now you don't even do that they just brought it to mm-hmm. peacock you know and now you can get it on the peacock well, so app.
1: sony sony can just add in all their movies and stuff too right i mean they have a ton of just regular movies that you offer on that service alongside well, the video You the specifically
0: talked about playstation pictures opening up their own thing if you're oh if about you just sony did me doing you- it yeah if you're talking about sony in general doing it um I think I mean, just Sure, be they could do it, but I still don't think that would be as successful
1: as you thought. Well, well, and you might be right because I just looked this up because I knew I was like, Sony definitely there's no way Sony didn't have a streaming platform. And they did. Crackle. You remember that? Oh, I remember Crackle. Yeah. Yep. Or I think so, Crackle's still around, isn't it? It, it it's is. Not- it is. Um so here's here's the brief history on Crackle. I'll read you. Crackle is a video streaming platform owned currently by Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment, of all people. Mm. Um, Its library consists of original content and acquired programming. Service is available in 21 countries. Blah, 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 blah. Um, Founded as an independent company and originally known as Grouper, the service was purchased by Sony Pictures in 2006, who renamed it Crackle in July 2007, and then Sony Crackle in January 2018. Sony sold a majority stake to Chicken Soup for the Soul in March 2019, which immediately renamed it Crackle. Later, Sony sold its remaining stake to the same company. So, it seems like in the last couple of years, they sold all of it away to Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment, um, which is weird because, uh, to me, Sony is a company that should be competing with Disney+, Plus, with Hulu, with HBO, with Netflix. Like, Sony's name, I feel, should be in there. I feel like that's that's a... Just a really missed opportunity as a as a business. It's really weird. So it's rough, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, at
0: least uh, you know, at least they tried, right? They gave
1: it, yeah. They gave it the old <laughs> gave it the old crackle. <laughs> All right, what do All we got right. for deals, Roughhouse? Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump
0: on the boat of last week's deal because there is still a deal to be had if you were. Unsure about getting Zelda from the place I recommended last week uh, in, in the pre-order. Zelda is still available for $10 off. This time it's on eBay, and uh, it's $49.99. It's $10 off like it was last time. Um, it's It looks like the item is from Sun Valley, California, so whoever is selling them in California, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, $49.99 on eBay. You can get it nice. new. They've already sold over 644 copies of said. So I don't know how many are going to be available. Uh, but obviously, there's some type of uh, massive distributor. And they have a 98.9% positive feedback on eBay. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're pretty legit. And um, yeah, 10 bucks off again, still available. It says limited quantity. So hopefully, it'll still be available when you listen to this on Monday morning and of course the link to that will be in the description
1: yeah i've uh i've been doing a lot on ebay lately with Yu-Gi-Oh cards and stuff and i'm, I'm actually finding that ebay has a lot of deals that you know places like amazon and stuff don't have so ebay very much still pushing forward there and what they do best selling stuff online all right video game releases not a whole lot this week we got cotton reboot for the PS4 and the Switch coming out on July 20th, um, this is basically a side scroller. Uh, you know, it's an adventure action game where it's you know you kind of you go through the levels, you jump, you shoot stuff, you you play somebody called Cotton. I guess this is a really uh, famous game in Japan, so um, I don't expect many people listening to this to, to necessarily know about the game, but it looks fun and interesting to say the least. Uh, then we got Chris Tales, spelled C R I S for PC, PS4, Xbox Series S, PS4, wait, sorry, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Switch, and what do you know? We got a Stadia one this week. Yeah, there we go, Stadia people unite. You got a game. It's called Crisis Tales, or sorry, Crisis Tales, uh, comes out in July 20th. This is actually looks really interesting. Imagine a JRPG that is designed kind of like a cartoon um i'm trying to think of the cartoon on nickelodeon that it looks like and i, I you might be able to think of it roughhouse i feel like you're you're more on the cartoon train than i am um it's the adventures of adventureland no what's it called adventure time adventure time that's not nickelodeon it looks yeah okay well whatever channel adventure time is on adventure time it, look, it has like the graphics of adventure time it looks like adventure time but it plays mm-hmm. like a jrpg um it i'm not sure like it even time. has I, I don't know uh, no you don't like so? kind of looks like it it's
0: yeah. it's cartoony
1: it, it has that cartoony feel like adventure time though. sure maybe yeah not, no, of course maybe yeah, not okay. exactly like adventure time but right yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah and it plays like a jrpg otherwise and it's just it's interesting right it's the first time i've seen right. that sort of graphics and that sort of look on a jrpg like that so uh from dreams Uncorporated, the developer and modus games the publisher Uh, Then we got Frostpunk, the last Autumn DLC, On the Edge DLC, and the Rifts DLC for PS4 and Xbox One. I think I saw this game before and it intrigued me. And it's intriguing me again because I might buy it after seeing it here. Imagine, like, civilization, but a survival game. If you can picture that. It's really interesting concept uh, because you have to basically build out. Like It says you're the ruler of the last city on Earth. And you have to manage the citizens that you have with the infrastructure of, like, the last city on Earth to grow and survive and and just, I don't know. I mean, just yeah, just survive. It's a survival game at its, at its core, right? So, uh, developed and published by 11-Bit Studios. So, this... Uh, I, I think I might check this out and buy because I definitely like games like this. So, a lot of DLC coming out for it. Last Stop, PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One, and Switch. July 22nd. This is... You play a movie. It's one of those games. It's a cartoon type-looking game, though. It's not. Um, it's not most of the. It's not like the up-to-date graphics that you're used to seeing in, in a lot of those types of games. It's just a it's story-rich adventure game. You play through the story. You make decisions, and uh, very, very story-driven. There. Uh, I also got Akiba's Trip, Hellbound, and Debrief for PS4 and Switch on July 23rd. This is an anime. If you want to just straight up play an anime, this is what this is uh it's a kind of a beat 'em up anime too and, and also an rpg in that sense but exactly just anime graphics all day every day if you're into that kind of stuff um observer system redux ps4 and xbox one on july 23rd this is a cyberpunk-esque but not as bad as that game's release i imagine hopefully <laughs> um it's set in the year 2084 uh the world's shattered by plagues and excuse me wars and it's uh, a lot to do with hacking also a horror game. So if you guys are into that kind of stuff, uh check that out and then Orcs Must Die 3. I'm not even going to explain this one because I'm sure you can imagine what Orcs Must Die 3 entails. Actually it's it's a tower defense game. So There you go. <laughs> but you kill a lot of orcs. There you go. That's it though.
0: That's it. And with that, we will bid you adieu. Please rate us on any podcast app can and i know apple gives if we can get five stars so that'd be cool if you do that mm-hmm. um give us a positive review if you would like also we would really 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 appreciate it if you subscribe and ring that bell for notifications when you're on a youtube and also yeah just be positive for us just just be positive so positivity positivity rings the day Make somebody's life better, be positive. Make a make a difference in someone's day by being positive to them. And be positive to us. Because we appreciate all of you. And with that, we will catch you on yet another edition of Game Wild. Peace out everybody. See you.